It's your girl, Smangie, and welcome to the 62nd episode of Avocado in Honey. If you haven't already, um, feel free to check out the previous episode. I had the lovely Adrian of Life Gardening Tools. He came through to educate me on CBD. He let me know um, the benefits of CBD, how it compares to weed and everything. So be sure to check it out. Um, today, I'm really excited um, because, um, as most of you know, my hair is locked and I desperately been needing some help. I have the lovely Annette of Napstar here with me. How are you doing? Hey, guys. Thank you for having me today. <laughs> thank you for having me. We actually um, are on the roof right now, chilling. Um, the weather isn't the greatest because we're recording this live Tuesday, so y'all hearing it the day of, but it's nice out, so we here. So if you hear background noises, um, just know that we're we're outside in New, yes. New York City. and we're overlooking the Empire State Building, and we're on a rooftop if everybody wants to know right. uh, <laughs> Catch the our vibe. location. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I heard of Napstar, just so you know, through Cheska Lee uh, originally nice. because I follow her because she was like my lockspiration. Yes. The bangs that you did. Oh, we she's get, amazing. Get there. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, my homegirl Hadassah actually visited the shop with you when she was getting her hair colored and redone. You actually saved her locks a couple of times. Yes. So. <laughs> Shout out to you. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to her because I love she's very dedicated to her pink locks. Yeah. I love it. I yes. love it. Yeah. <laughs> that is dedication. Um, so how long have you been um, locked in it? So interesting story is I probably started dabbling with locking my hair 13 years ago okay when I turned 18 and my mom said I could do whatever I want with my hair okay. when I left her house <laughs> however old I am <laughs> so um, I started um, doing locks because my mom is African she's mm -hmm. from Congo and she always she never let me perm my hair mm -hmm. so I always had to deal with my natural hair so it was usually braided my mom had an African braiding shout salon. out to your mom for not yeah. letting you perm your hair yeah she wouldn't so I never had a perm and I would before um, twist outs were a thing I it was doing twist outs like I'd corner my hair and take it out and I would just put so much wax and stuff in my hair and I remember I don't know know if millennials know this but there used to be hair magazines like hype hair yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. okay so on the ads for the hair magazines jamaica mango and lime would have the only pictures of locks styled okay you know there wasn't really a lot of lock styling and i just really love the pictures of the locks styled and so when i turned 18 i started getting locks beautiful so what was the journey like from you know getting your locks at 18 to opening up Nap napstar in new york city that is such a great question. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so what happened was um, when I was 19, I moved to New York um, to go to school. I wanted, I've been wanting to come here ever since I was like in high school, middle school. Mm -hmm. And um, I did braids. You know, I've been doing braids my whole life at my mother's shop. And so I was looking to get my hair done in New York because like I magically found a Dominican blow dry salon. Okay. I never knew what that was because I was from Maryland. Right. And this was, of course, like 10, 13 years ago. So I was like, oh my gosh. And so I went into this the blowout salons and I wasn't crazy about it. Mm -hmm. um, I actually was like, oh, I think I like my hair pressed because I was just like programmed. So um, I Googled um, natural hair salons in New York and mm -hmm. locks and shops came up. So shout out to locks and shops down 34th and 9th. But it was the first time I walked into a natural hair salon, no chemicals, no smell of the blow dry, mm -hmm. no smell of pro like chemicals. It just smelled nice. And I saw his team, Oren, twisting locks mm -hmm. and styling locks. And I was like, I can do that. I want to do that. And I already, you know, I'm a braider, so I already, like, started doing right. locks. But it wasn't, like, my, my forte yet. Mm -hmm. So instead of going there and being like, I want a hair appointment, I said, hey, are you hiring? 
And he was like, okay, sure. So he interviewed me and he interviewed me. It was so interesting. He interviewed me more so on what do you want to do with your life? Right. You know, what are your goals? What are your hair goals? And I had to bring a model, show him like my skills or whatever. And, and this was all self-taught then? Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. like, basically from my mom's shop. I mm-hmm. never had, like, formal training. Okay. Um, so, you know, he hired me, and he taught me how to do the comb method. And he taught me how to do straight back cornrows. Because mm-hmm. his philosophy is, I'll teach you go. Like, I'll teach you how to start and then go on your own. Or okay. stay with him. But he, he basically wants to train you and push you out. Right. So, you know, I stayed there for about six months, really learned what I could. I was a rebel, though. I didn't want to listen to his rules. <laughs> I still really love Oren. Me and him chat all the time because he's always like, look at you. Look at you now. So um, from there, I worked at Locks and Chops for six months. Um, I was always a waitress on the side. I always went, I went to college. And then... Um, once I left there, I started working at a barbershop mm-hmm. on 39th and 8th. Um, it was like 17 guys. I was the only female. And the washing sink was in the bathroom. Wow. So can you imagine the stuff I went through with the guys, like taking a dump, being in the bathroom right. long, or just washing a client in the bathroom. Can you imagine coming yeah. and getting your hair washed in That'd the bathroom That would be a little bit sink? uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. But I grew tremendously. Like, basically, the owner was like, you can never sit inside if you don't have a client. You have to go outside and pass out flyers. Okay. So... I was passing out flyers, telling all the guys like who I am. My sister, she came up from Maryland. She was here in New York for a couple months going to cosmetology school. She would just pass out flyers for me all day. Mm-hmm. And so I grew a large chunk of my clientele. I was there for about a year. And then I decided to go work independently um, just because I wanted a different standard for my clientele mm-hmm. but let me tell you even though I was washing hair in a bathroom I was booked and busy like people just were riding with me it yeah, it's just, the quality though because exactly. I mean if I seen your hair and you th- I get to your shop and you tell me you about to wash my hair in the bathroom then I'm just gonna just yeah, suck they, it up and go get my yeah. hair washed in the bathroom everybody was so amazing <laughs> about it like I still have clients from there and so um I started working independently and that situation wasn't the best mm-hmm. it just wasn't like a friendly environment so um I was 23 and I just, we just had opened our Maryland location um, because my sister and me, okay, so my sister and I, my sister's my business partner Mm -hmm. um, and she was like, well, whoever can save up the most money, the other person has to come to that state and live and we're going to open a shop. So (laughs) I was like, that's a great little deal. I was like, what? (laughs) So she, of course, saves up the money. She's a big sis and she, we opened a shop in Maryland. Was it under Napstar? Yeah, under Napstar because we had, we've been in business nine years and we've had two locations for eight years. Okay. Yeah. We just closed the Maryland one. So I was 23 and I was like, well, I don't want to give up all the clientele I have here in New York. So I found a realtor. Mm-hmm. She found me a space. I somehow finessed to get someone to co-sign. Yeah. <laughs> I opened up the space. I think it cost me like five. It was like a $1,100. I used to, it was like so much money then. So I was like, so I, I got a space. All I had was a sink and a chair for the longest. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't even know how I went through that, but I just started building a clientele. This is before Instagram, so it was just word of mouth, word mm-hmm. of mouth. And I was just so consistent because I had two locations. I worked in New York three days a week, Maryland four days a week, or vice okay. versa. And I did that for 16 years consistently. Wow. So within that six years, I mean, my clientele was enormous. Mm-hmm. And because I'm consistent, I didn't lose clients. Like, everyone did it. So eventually, um, I started hiring, bringing in more staff. Um, as soon as our Maryland salon was like our shopping center was closing, so we closed it. Mm-hmm. But um, two years ago, we decided to relocate to ch- this Chelsea space. So I went from 200 square feet, less than 200 square feet, to 900 square feet, which is where we're on the rooftop now. Mm-hmm. And um, within, and it's been crazy. Um, probably 
right before we decided to open this next this location about two and a half years ago, I made a decision to stop taking clients. Mm. And it was hard because I'm breaking up with people that have been with me for 10 years. Right. It was really, really, I mean, I lost clients. I knew, I was like, I'll eat that. Mm -hmm. Because I hired, who's now my lead stylist and manager, Scarlett, I hired her and nobody wanted to go to her. It was mm. just me, Rosine, and Scarlett. Right. And nobody wanted to go to her because they'd come to me. If I'm working, you're going to want to come to me. Right. And I didn't think that was fair. I didn't think, I was like, yo, I'm training these girls. Give them a chance. Right. And if I don't, if I don't step out of it, no one's going to give them a chance and they're never going to grow. That's true. What's the point? Mm -hmm. I want to empower them. So I stepped out. I mean, it took a while to really transition out. And um, it's understandable though because it's like hair. Yeah. It's so it's just like you go to who you know and things like that. Kind of like what men do with barbershops. Yeah. So that's really dope of you to take it in your own hands to make sure like the people under you are getting the same yeah. kind of work and stuff too. And then I had to make a choice that I know where I want to go. Mm -hmm. And if I lost all my clients or if I lost a majority of my old clientele because they only wanted to come to me, mm -hmm. I had to trust in myself that we're going to get new clients. They're right. going to know our new systems and this is what it is. Anybody who wants to ride with us will just will ride with us and understand this journey and hopefully we can just continue to make them happy mm -hmm. and they'll they'll go through this this phase with us and a lot of people stayed on some people left and came back right some people you know we're still cool it's still all love you know exactly it's okay it's mm -hmm. okay like find someone else that matches your fit I'm totally fine with that but just as a business person I had to make a decision to allow my team to grow mm -hmm. um so that's the essence of how I opened Napster that's such an inspiring story <laughs> yeah. and I know it's like it's never like you just wake up and you have a shop. So I know there's a journey. So I was really interested. I was online trying to find it. So it's really, yeah. thank you for sharing. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but me and my sister never, we're just so like, look at us doing enhancing the lock journey. We never are ever, we don't ever really tell our side of the story. I don't mm -hmm. know why. But thanks for asking. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for um, sharing. Well, Napstar, um, you definitely handle natural hair, not just natural hair, like all types of hair. So I do want to go in and just ask like kind of like basic questions for natural hair that aren't that isn't locks. So natural. I don't know what, what's um, the proper term for it. Just natural it's just hair. loose natural hair. Loose natural Honestly, hair. Honestly, so Napstar is a natural hair brand that exclusively focuses on locks. Okay. I don't have a pro I like if you come in with loose natural hair, like we do braids. Right. We could treat your natural hair. We do trims. But I wouldn't say we're like, if you want to just, for us to really specialize and care about your loose Afro hair, mm -hmm. I wouldn't say necessarily we're the salon for you. Gotcha. Not that I don't come to my business and we can accommodate this, but if you really want us to execute locks, that's really our strong point. Got you. Okay, so I'll ask like some basic questions with the natural hair just for people who okay. are curious to of like transitioning. Yeah. That's the first step. Like, you know, yeah. I had my natural hair for like a I say I've been natural like for like years, but like natural without protective styles for like a year before I decided to yeah. lock my hair. Well, I think it's interesting. I think there was this big era where everybody did the big chop. Right. And that's oh, so first of all, black women, I just want to thank you guys because it was this huge movement. Like they don't even make perms anymore. I don't know if you go into the beauty supply store, but perms aren't really like there's not a lot of perm boxes. Like it's definitely a lot less. Yeah. yeah. So um, basically, a lot of black women went through the big chop. Mm -hmm. And, you know, now it's not like everyone's just transitioning. Mm -hmm. But there was a big chop movement. And I feel that was so beautiful. But then we were left with no leaders to be like, we were left with Instagram to be like, this is how you do a crochet weave. This is how you do this. Right. This is how you go on YouTube and do this. There was ne there was never like, like if you have a perm, there was a brand. There was pink lovely dark and lovely. lovely there was brands that you could look to and be like this is the perm i want right there wasn't a brand that said this is i mean there was kinky curly but it just our hairs are so different 
And I didn't think that the products, because people became product junkies, really right. cater to all the natural hair. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm sorry, but most of us don't have wash and go hair. I'm one of them. 4C over here. Yeah. So our <laughs> hair, after it gets dry, is like, it's a different story. It stays dry. There's all these things. So I also feel like no one was given proper, like our moms didn't teach us because they didn't know. So right. they slap permed in us. That's why we did the big shop. Exactly. Now we're learning to love ourselves, love the way we look. And now we don't know what to do. We're in limbo. Mm-hmm. So the transition between natural hair and locks is, okay, I had fun. I, I, I feel like I want to have versatility in my hair. Mm-hmm. But the reality is you're wearing an afro, maybe with a rubber band on it every day. Right. Or you're switching in between braids, twist, and then back to your afro look. Or right. a twist out that is so cumbersome and tedious. No offense again, ladies. I love all of this. <laughs> I'm just glad you're natural. Right. But the, basically the transitions to locks is... You already made a statement you're having your natural hair, Mm -hmm. but now you want to see length with your natural hair. Afros grow out, locks grow down. Mm -hmm. I think with us black women, especially because we've been in the phase of braids, weaves, we want to see movement. Mm -hmm. We want to flip our hair back. We want to whip it around. Our afro is our afro. It's so beautiful, but it just stays as a crown. Mm -hmm. Our locks move. They become rebellious just like our personalities. That's a fact. So that's why, that's the difference between locks and loose natural. Okay, and do you know anything about like the transition from, um, say, instead of doing the big chop, like they decide to keep the permed hair and transition from um, permed hair to natural, and then you know? Yeah, I mean, I is that the same? um, Honestly, ladies, don't judge your journey. If you want to take two years to grow out your perm because you want to keep every single inch and split end, do it. (laughs) (laughs) I think as long as you just because, ladies, as a stylist, I've seen what you look like at 50, 60 years old. Mm -hmm. I see what that 20, 30 years of perming looks like. And honestly, we always want to look cute, even when we're 80. Right. So just all these temporary things we're doing now to kill our follicles and not taking care of ourselves is really, it's going to, you're, you're not going to want to die at 60 and like have bald hair. Right. You know, you want your natural hair forever. Right. So it's important. I'm just glad everyone stopped transition how you must. Right. Can you, cause you're very colorful Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with your hair and everything. So what are like some tips for people who are interested in whether they have locks or not and they want to color their hair to keep their hair like healthy? If you want to keep your hair healthy, uh, don't color it. Okay, there's no way to like <laughs> no, no, save. Uh, like. There is. Oplex is a really good brand. Ladies, if you're going to color your hair, you have to follow through. Mm-hmm. Don't just color it at home and then condition it once a week or once a month. If you're going to do color, deep conditioners, leave-in conditioners, oiling your scalp, Got protecting you. it at night, drinking water. Ladies, soda is not water. I just want to remind everybody that soda and juice is not water. <laughs> <laughs> May have like 5% water, but yeah, it's not water. Yeah, yeah, it's not water. <laughs> So I would just say um, your new growth is going to be healthy, but just go to don't do it at home if if you're going to go high lift colors like the blondes. Mm-hmm. Don't do it at home, ladies. Y'all, you're not hairdressers if you're not a hairdresser. Right. You know, just like I'm not a tax accountant, but I have to pay taxes. Right. Like, <laughs> like that doesn't mean I know how to like do taxes all of a sudden. Facts. Yeah. You know, so just be careful. Um, if you have locks, know that you might get color breakage because we our locks stay for such a long amount of time. Mm-hmm. So it might just eat up at your locks. Bleach will definitely kill your locks. Okay. I'm sorry, ladies. I bleach my hair every three weeks. I currently don't have locks. I wear lock extensions because the bleach just continues to eat in my hair. I'm not perfect, guys, but I do like vanity and I love looking fabulous and I love being a blonde. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I mean, I do want to, I was trying to like stay in order, yeah. but like what you were saying with like, you know, the locks and color and things, that's one thing I admire with Fashion Dreads, which is a brand that you have. Yeah. Um, do you want to? Yes, explain? I want to yeah. talk about Fashion Dreads. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. I was like, I didn't know. I went into a segment and I was like, let me chill. Let me chill. Um, so ladies and gentlemen, um, 
and everyone unicorns out here. Um, basically what we did is as, as train expert locticians, I've been doing lock extensions for years. Mm -hmm. So people, okay, and to the purest locks out here, let's just talk really quick because you guys are really coming for me on Instagram, so I'm oh, yeah. clear the air. <laughs> I'm gonna clear the air. So, um, I we, we we're doing all this rebranding, and we decided that the definition of Napstar is a trailblazer that sets the standard for a lock journey. Mm -hmm. Not everybody wants to go through the quote unquote ugly phase. As your expert, I don't think there's an ugly phase. Right. So what we did was, I used to do the wrap lock extension method, which if everyone knows, that's similar to the faux lock method, mm -hmm. but it's just a different type of hair and it's shorter pieces. I did that for years and I was always looking for a better solution because I, for celebrity clients, you can't really use that technique. I'd have to use real people's locks for their, if they want, had a production because I didn't want it to be shiny. Right. And you're using like 20 packs of hair. Like it just right. takes so much hair. So. I was like, I did this for like eight, nine years, just this rap method that I wasn't really satisfied with. And my sister finally taught me the crochet method. Mm -hmm. And I mean, what happened was this lady was moving to India and she only wanted this method and she wanted me to do it with synthetic hair. Okay. And I didn't know how to do it and I didn't have the right needles. So of course I take it on because I'm a beast and I take on anything. Heard I you. love challenges. <laughs> so for 24 hours, this lady and my whole team were in the salon, wrong needles, and we were making these damn crochet locks. <laughs> and our, my hands were bleeding, like literally, like I was just, my hands were bleeding at the end of it. And because we were just poking ourselves because it's like a learning curve. But we gave her these locks, I swear to God, they were to her kneecaps. First, like, yeah, that's it a was lot. a great way to learn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So once I did her hair, it changed the game for me. I was like, wow, this is lightweight. It looks just like her hair. I'm super impressed with this technique. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start using it. So it went from us doing her hair to now clients wanted this to now we're doing lock repair. We can instantly lock your hair with it. Right. And um, we, but my stylists are so busy that if I have 10 people that want this service, I can't send y'all home at nine o'clock at night to now go home and make extensions for hours. Right. And I don't want the clients to come in and we're making it on their head. It takes forever. So I was in a, and plus, we were realizing that because our stylists, if they're tired or not, you have to really quality control check this product. Right. And I couldn't ensure that, and I didn't like that, if because, yo, you're not gonna pay me a thousand, two thousand dollars, and you're walking out calling me the next day, and I just spent two two days making this for you, and it's coming out. Like right. I, I can't stand behind that. So my sister and I decided, like, we just started scouring to find ways to manufacture this mm -hmm. because it's it's not really on the market. So we finally found a manufacturer, and it's part of our manufacturing production side of our business now, where we actually manufacture those, the lock extensions, the fashion dreads. Mm -hmm. And because basically they blend in with your hair, right. they're seamless, they're Afro kinky human hair. Mm -hmm. I check them. I am the person that makes ensures the quality, and we have certain qualifications. Like the, we have to do water testing. We really make sure this product stands up so that we can tell you, hey, it's going to last you the test of time. Mm -hmm. And then we have the colors. So basically, you don't have to damage your hair anymore. Right. You can just get color extensions. You can. We're about to launch clip-ins for locks. I so see that. basically, like you picked up on anything, you can go into a beauty supply store and get for weave synthetic hair. Mm -hmm. Why? Like, first of all, why are we represented? I'm a representative. Like, yes. I want us to be able to have any. <laughs> thing for our locks that you can and it's gonna look like our hair yeah I don't want it to be shiny I want it to look like our afro kinky hair so 
If you want color, we got you. If you want to start from, if you want to come in and you want your real lock started instantly, we can do that. If you want to add 10 inches or 16 inches to your to your new locks, we can do that. And to anybody that's trying to hold on to this thought of, well, you didn't go through this journey. Who are you to judge this journey that this person decided to go on? You could work in a corporate office and you need your hair or be in the army and you need your hair to look a certain type of way. And so you can't start with the ugly face and there's no ugly face. Right. But if you feel comfortable to start this journey, you're still making a stand for yourself. Mm -hmm. You're still representing yourself in wherever it is that you work or whatever it is that you do. Just because you get extensions doesn't mean your journey is different from somebody else. You right. just kind of needed a crutch. Right. So, yeah, I really don't like it when they're like, oh, you get extensions. And right. do you wear makeup? Do you wear glasses to Boom. see? Do you wear shoes? Boom. You know, like. And that's always been interesting to me because, again, I'm, like, new with the locks. I've only yeah. been in the game for, like, a year and a half. But I did have the faux locks and stuff before. And that's when I started having friends who had locks and I realized that they had anger for people who even had the faux locks and stuff like that so with you on a whole new wave and like your your locks look like actual locks like that's yeah. the thing that like pulled me in I was just like it was a photo on your Instagram was like which ones are um, are the fake locks and yeah. like they both were so it's just like I appreciate that so especially with me and like even though we have locks like you said earlier like we still want to switch our hair up like you know I love like how Jessica Lee had the bangs sometimes yeah. and stuff like that so it's like you know what? I went to a conference with all our industry leaders earlier this year, and I started challenging and asking everyone about the crochet technique and what do they do if a client has breakage. Right. So to you purists, if you're telling me that one of your babies fell off and you're going to wait 10 years or somebody pulls your hair out, you're going to wait 10 years for your hair to grow back or are you going to let me fix it for you secretly on the low instantly? Right. <laughs> on the low instantly, everyone's doing it. Right. Y'all don't want to talk about it. But let you me get them locks attached. Yeah, or exactly. Yeah. Like if you have breakage, I mean, it's for any problem mm -hmm. you have with locks. There's so many benefits. If you want to add volume to a style. Right now, I currently have a pin-in weave. Mm -hmm. This is not even, only the front row is attached in my hair. Okay. And everything else is pinned in. Okay. So, I mean, I don't. Like with the clip-ins? Um, yeah, in the back. So, I just don't know. If you have any issue with locks, if you have thinning, breaking, you want extra length, if you want to start your journey a certain type of way, if you want to go out for the night and you want your ponytail to just be a little bit bigger, sis, mm -hmm. you Why will not? have the options. Right. And that's what I'm saying, though. Like, this is so beautiful because this, this is nothing, nothing like this has happened in the lock world. Yeah. Like, but I do want to kind of talk about lock care because one of the things that I have issues with with my locks is um, keeping it together while working out. So, like, after I retwist it, like after I work out probably within the week, it's like, yeah. like like I didn't retwist it. So let's talk about lock hair and your everyone's realistic expectations yeah. of their lock hair. <laughs> <laughs> Most important thing, guys, is to tie your hair at a night. Okay, so you don't get lint. I'll just start okay. there because okay. everyone has lint and they're always like, how do I get it out? I'm like, you can't. Yeah, it's super hard. Everyone picks out their locks eventually where there's lint, where it really bothers them. So just try not to wear stuff that's going to go into your lock. That's like just rule number one. Rule number two is use 100% natural oils. Use okay. like castor. I don't. I mean, I don't really know black castor oil. I just personally don't like the smell. Mm -hmm. But I use regular castor oil like I get from GNC or like a natural food store. I use almond oil, grapeseed. I mean, these are all stuff you would put into your body you right. eat with is what I'm going to put in my hair. Um, I don't use grease or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Some people have really bad scalp issues. You might need a little bit more medicated. Mm -hmm. um, sulfur 8, even though those aren't like, oh my God, but they have, they're designed for if you have really, really um, serious scalp conditions. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, you guys, I've yet to meet a dermatologist to give us the answer to any of these. And of course, I'm not, an, I'm not a dermatologist. I'm just a loctician. So yeah, I would just say um, play with that depending on your scalp because I do run into a lot of people with scalp issues. Mm -hmm. Apple cider vinegar washes is really great okay. if you have um, scalp issues. 
And does that help with lint? Well, I know you said nothing gets out lint, but would that it'll, help a it'll, little It'll bit? take out build, product buildup. Okay. Yeah, product buildup. Because, I mean, there's two different types of stuff that could be trapped in your locks. Mm-hmm. That's why we, we open the roots before we wash your hair. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So we really open the roots. Um, locks, I mean, our hair tends to be a little bit on the drier side. But, guys, you have to remember you only wash your hair maybe once a month. Right. And, like, whatever we do the salon is none of y'all, most of y'all do not do nothing once you leave the salon. We'll be happy if you tie your hair up at night. And also, <laughs> by the way, I'm one of you, too. Like, I don't do anything. But I know that if you do, it'll work. You right. know? Like, I see my clients come in that do it. And I, I mean, I know my stuff. I'm just lazy at home, too. <laughs> yeah. And for, like, the people who decide to lock their hair and to go through that quote-unquote ugly stage, do you have any tips on oh my God. how to get through it? All my people in the ugly phase, shout out to you. I love those phases. <laughs> so, um, okay, this is not... Okay, so everyone who gets extensions, great for you. It looks amazing. You're going to be fabulous instantly. Right. <laughs> everyone going through my um, phases, like my ugly face, quote unquote, my beautiful phases, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Your hair, okay, once your hair gets past shoulder length, it's just long. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how your hair is now, so when you put in a ponytail, like some of it sticks up. Yeah. Your bangs a certain type of way. You're never going to get that again organically. Okay. So enjoy this phase. Like, please enjoy it. I will. Because I am. <laughs> once you Once it's over, it's over. Okay. I can't cut that to look like that again. I hear you. You know, it's so organic. It's so beautiful. And like, that's why the purists are so mad because they're like, nah, I went like, I looked like shit for like six months. And you're just going to get extensions day one? Like, no. Mind your business, y'all. Yeah. So I, I love the phases. Good for you guys. Just tie your hair up at night. And right. I need to, I'm, I'm getting better. I have like a, the bonnet. And yeah. I'm getting better. But like when it comes to retwisting, like can you recommend products or even like a, a method? Yes. Okay. So a few things. If you're at home, it's probably going to be really hard for you to do the comb method. Um, that's probably something you have to do in salon. If you're going to do interlocking, I would suggest definitely getting a professional and sticking to it. Interlocking is kind of where you loop it through. Yeah. I, yeah. Just, I practiced that the la- my last retwist. Yeah. So interlocking, don't switch between the two services because it'll create a weak point. Interlocking, I'm not a huge fan of, but if you work out a lot or your hair is really straight and you it feels like you're, you have too much new growth, go ahead and interlock. It's just that because you do it so tight, right. first of all, your locks are going to be a different texture. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be that smooth cylinder. It's going to be more of a bumpy look. I see. Yeah. Um, and because it's so tight, if you started retwisting up here, this will eventually become a weak point. Yeah. yeah. I, I noticed after I did the interlocking, my, my head was hurting. Like I, I just got it braided or something. Yeah. yeah. Because you have to pull through so tight. So I would just stick to one method. If you, if you go the interlocking method, mm-hmm. I wouldn't skip between back and forth all the time. Okay. I just chill on that. Um, it crochet, if you want to stay free form or you don't want your roots to be too neat, I would do the crochet retwist because okay. that's with the crochet needle and it keeps your roots nice and thick. Mm-hmm. Whereas the retwist really gets it super clean got you yeah okay so for the fashion dress that you that create um is this something that we can only come to you for at napstar or can we like purchase this online oh yes fashiondress.com y'all hey Hey, i mean the website exists um you can go to fashion at fashion.dreads on our instagram if you want to check out the products through that we're working on i mean a lot of huge things coming we're about to go on tour i want to really show the world how to use this product Mm -hmm. um, because we don't know how to use it and I want us to, you know, hair is such a great side hustle for us too. Right. I mean, mine is—it's my whole business. But as Black people, hair is a, like I you, definitely did at one point. Been in somebody's <laughs> house doing hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? So 
I just want to show everybody that they can use it. It's not hard to use our products. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I see, I love the tutorials and things online too. It's just like very straightforward. Like, yeah. It's love. <laughs> That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. But okay, I have one, another question um, in regards to the retwist, and this is a definitely just an issue with me. Okay, um, consultation time. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so this is like a theory I came up in my head. I'm not sure if it's even accurate. Uh. But when it comes to retwisting and things, I used to say like I need to put it in like a updo for a little bit and then maybe wear it down for it to last longer. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. You did ask me about the gym situation. Okay, realistically, as soon as you're, if you have a regular retwist mm -hmm. and you don't have a style, a protective style, um, your roots are probably going to get puffy. Mm. I would just suggest letting your, if you tie your hair up when you go to the gym, letting your head cool down and then taking your scarf off Got and you. then taking the ponytail out all right. so it can air out. But if you do it all at once, your hair is just going to be so hot, it's going to unravel. Mm -hmm. um, if you want, I would totally suggest if you work out a lot of protective style, like two strands with your locks, okay. a braid up and up to or something like that. We always just suggest a style because it makes your hair last a little longer. Mm -hmm. And honestly, with locks, you don't really do nothing with it. Right. You just kind of just throw it up. It just always looks good. Yeah. <laughs> like my locks right now, I feel like it's kind of like getting weight. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like at first it was like super light and Are not really like, like falling. A year and two, three months in? How? Um, in July, it'll be two years. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, but I did. I just did like a two strand twist and just left it. Got That's kind of how okay. I transitioned into locks. It's but crazy because now um, as I became a loctician, I've seen so many people's different hair. You know when people have slow growing hair versus mm -hmm. speedy hair. Some people's hair, like, you'll see they'll have five years and they're still right. shoulder length. So it's interesting to see how your hair progresses. Yeah. yeah. My friend, she just hit two years and she's like. <laughs> yeah, it's just really interesting. Yeah. yeah. And um, lastly, can you recommend, like, just products that is great for, like, lock growth or just yes, lock maintenance and things like that? Of course that? I can. Okay. And retwisting. <laughs> okay. So, honestly, I use a putty in the salon. It's super hard to find and I don't want anyone to buy it because it's going out <laughs> of service. So I'm not going to share that. But uh, <laughs> um, I would say for easy, quick, over the counter, ISO Plus, you know, I don't think it's an expensive product. It's like four or five bucks. It's clear. Mm. Eco styling gel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone, I feel like we all use that. That's really good. I don't believe it flakes up. Okay. Because anything you put in your locks, you want it to wash out instantly. Right. Yeah, so I like the Eco styling gel. I don't think it flakes. I would just use oil and water. We always use oil and water as we're Everyone told me not it. to use, like, the brand gels because, like, they told me that, like, after a while, it's going to create that gunk, and then I'm going to have to do the apple no, cider that's bar. Why, like, the Eco Styling Gel, I feel it washes out really well. Okay, so once you wash it, the gel It'll will come, come out. out. Yeah. Got you. Oh, I'm um, going to grab that. Yeah, <laughs> so if I don't, never use shea butter in your locks. It's great for your skin, but you know how it condenses? I definitely put shea butter in my yeah, locks. Yeah, that's why you don't want to use shea. That's what the product buildup is. Oh, Because okay. that's going to get heavy in your locks. You don't want to use anything with wax in your locks. Got you. No shade to Carol's daughter, but just the back of their locking gel has wax in it. Mm. And I can see, literally, if you put wax in your hair and I go to wash your hair it's gonna come out even if it was used two years ago right here in this location right every time I wash it there's gonna be a little piece of gunk there even if I start getting it out now and out so no wax mm -hmm. um no black gel just, yeah. Let's just stop that. <laughs> you got this in the past. Leave it yeah. in the past, ladies. Leave that over there. Yeah. Wait, definitely got me through high school, though. Shout yeah. out to Black Gel. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's this amazing product by Joey Naturals called My Gel. It's kind of It kind of feels like a edge control, mm -hmm. but it's 100% natural. Great product. You can buy it online. It's called Joey Naturals My Gel. Mm -hmm. um, shampoos. We use Giovanni, which is like super easy to find. GNC, Walmart. Yeah, I know that. Um, Sulfate-free. Mm -hmm. I would just try to stick to anything sulfate-free. Honestly, um, tie your hair up at night. Right. Use oil <laughs> for your scalp regularly. Okay, so just to clarify, too, guys, 
Oil is for your scalp. If you want a leaf for your hair, your actual locks, mm -hmm. then I would use like I'd put rose water or distilled water okay. with a, with a with a carrier oil mm -hmm. inside the bottle. Therefore, and then spray it like a mist onto your hair, and that will hopefully help to hydrate your hair. Okay, and really quick, because I always get this mixed up. Is it like oil first and then water, or water then oil? Something um, about locking in something like moisture, like it's. I don't know. Okay, because I've been doing me, it both ways. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> whatever works. Yeah, whichever I grab first is the yeah. one I put first. But. Um, and then if you do do your hair at home, which is totally fine, like we do that, I would just recommend checking in with a salon like yeah. twice a year. Yeah, I'm definitely. Yeah. I, I'm gonna treat myself at my two year in July. Yeah, like so you'll see me. <laughs> yeah, just make sure like the professional knows you're at at home stylist. I would just talk to your whoever you go to, whatever state you're in, about the products you use, ask them what type of products. If you challenge a stylist, I always think it's cute when clients come in, they're like, can I see the products? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, do you know what to ask for if right. you do ask to see the products? That's what you're looking for. You're, you're not looking to see if I have a bunch of like things you don't know. You're looking to see if I have wax or shea butter in that product. Got you. Um, so that's what I would look for if you do go to a stylist and mm -hmm. what their techniques are. Do they twist to the right? Right. Do they do interlocking? Are, am I getting my hair palm rolled? Mm. Those are the type of questions you want to ask when you do, do your check-in. Ask them how your scalp is doing. Do they notice any breakage? I notice breakage because we get so close to your scalp. Mm -hmm. When we do these things with the comb, that I can see, do you have stretch breakage? Do you have alopecia coming in? We can really tell. Oh, you can see that? Yeah, you can identify instantly what kind of um, hair loss you're having. Oh, if well. it's from stress or if you scratch too much. Because mm -hmm. generally you scratch like this or you pick your hair like this. Right. Um, depending on whatever nervous tick you have. <laughs> I mean, if you're one of those people that plays with your hair, mm -hmm. we can tell instantly what type of variation of stress or whatever it is that you have and where it targets. Oh, wow. That's yeah. dope. Yeah. I'm not a dermatologist again. Right. These are just my like... Because I try to ask clients questions if I notice breakage, like, have you been stressed out lately? Mm -hmm. Are you working too much? Um, and that can usually will be a clear indicator because there's always the same points in the person's head where they have the most breakage. It's right. usually on the sides and the back and then the very back row. Mm. If you Usually if you have stress breakage, it's not in the alopecia zone, which is the crown. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then ladies, for your edges, there is no magical solution. Yeah, my edges, okay. I, my edges are actually suffering because of those faux locks that I got a while yeah. ago. They, but there's no, like, if your follicles are already closed, you you have to do something cosmetic. I see. Like, you might have to get, there's this awesome guy here, Jonathan. He does microblading mm -hmm. for hairlines, and it looks so good. But I would just say, um, yeah, you might mean, if you've spent $1,000 on weave, you can spend $1,000 to touch up that hairline real quick. Heard you. But there's no castor oil or anything that's going to make it come back. Noted. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> yeah, I just want to throw that out there because I get that question a lot. And when you, you mentioned, um, like, asking to see if your stylist twists to the right. Yeah. Like, is that the way you're supposed yeah. to retwist? Industry standard is twisting to the right. Just mm -hmm. because most of your hair is always going to be twisting to the right. So if you randomly go to a person one day and they also start twisting to the left, it might just mess up your pattern. I see. So, yeah, it's nothing really wrong if you twist to the right or left. Just stick to one. I got it. Okay. Yeah. But cool. most stylists are going to be right-handed. Okay. Yeah. So it would be like yeah. natural. I have two left-handed stylists, and I had to teach them to twist to the right. They have to change hands when it comes to the twisting part. Like, they part with the left, twist with the right. It's, I don't I couldn't do that if I was left-handed. I'm like... Yeah. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> yeah. Well, they kind of have to, like, overcompensate in a sense because, like, everything is, like, right-handed. So they kind of have to learn how to do both. Yeah. Shout out to left-handed. Shout out to left-handed people. <laughs> people yeah. yeah. Um, well, I feel like those are all my questions right now. And it's kind of getting, like, a little drippy out yeah, here because of the weather. Sure. Is there anything else you want to add before we go into the next segment? Um, yeah. Um, 
I will add that Napstar is here to enhance your lock journey in any way that we can. If you aren't a client of our salon, you're still a Napstar. If you uphold a standard for a lock journey, you are a Napstar. So just keep it, keep it going and push through. All right, so now it's time for To Love a Black Woman. So that's where you, Annette, you get to say something that you love about yourself. You can say something that you love about a particular black woman, so mom, cousin, sister, auntie, friend. Or you can say something that you love about black women in general. Okay, wow. Well, I love all those, all those people involved in that. Um, okay, what do I love about myself? I love that I am 100% a go-getter. I am shaping my reality and my everything I want in my life, and no one's going to get in my way. Yes. Everybody's like, you're teaching everyone your skill. I don't really care. You can't take me. Mm. You can't take me. So I'm pushing through, guys, and I'm just going to keep pushing through. <laughs> anyway, that's why I love me. <laughs> um, my sister, shout out to you, Melissa, and my mom, because they just so believe in me and all my ideas, my team, NAP Squad. I don't know how y'all deal with me, but thank you. But no, I'm going to lead you to the top. Um, to my black women out here and my black men, I love you guys. I'm just so proud of all of us that went natural and all of us that are teetering on the fence. It's cool. Take your time. You're going to go natural. Either now or someday, you're going to be natural. You're going to wear your natural hair and you're going to love it. And when it comes to that time and you're dealing with how you really look and how you really feel about yourself, just know this is how you're supposed to look. And right. go for it. You know, it's okay. There were no mistakes made on you, boo. There were no mistakes made on you, ever. <laughs> <laughs> and your natural hair is you. I mean, it might be challenging. It might not be as full as you want. And it might not be as thick as you want. Or it might be too thick. Just that's your hair. Mm -hmm. And love your hair. And if you want me to teach you anything, I'm going on the road. I'm going on tour. Um, DM me, Napstar underscore NYC. Beautiful. And I love how you, I love the confidence, yo, the energy that you're just exuding right now. I'm taking, taking some of that home with me, but I really love what you said. Cause that's one thing I noticed, like a lot of people, when they have something special, like what you're doing with um, fashion dreads and Napstar, like they want to keep it a secret. So that's why I admire you so much because it's just like everything out in the open. Like you literally have tutorials on everything that you do, like everything that you talk about, everything that you do for a living, you share with people because like you said though, like they, they not you. Yeah. So that's that's beautiful that you know that. Thank you. Plus, honestly, all the information, most of this information is already out there. You just don't, you want you want the convenience of it. Right. I'm gonna give you the convenience of it. You'll pay my convenience fee. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, where can the people uh, find um, Napstar or even Fashion Dreads if they want to follow it online? If they want to come to the shop, like how do they go about booking appointments and things like that? Okay. So if you want to follow us, we are Napstar N A P P S T A R underscore N Y C and also fashion dreads fashion dot dreads with an s um at i mean that's on instagram mm -hmm. <laughs> and then for our website is www.napstarrocks.com and if you just google napstar you'll find us um and yeah that's how you you'll find me or i'll find <laughs> you you're gonna hear beautiful yo and um you know you can find me on all social media platforms at underscore smangy s-m-a-n-g-i-e-e -E. please be sure to follow avocado and honey on instagram so you can stay up to date with all things av avocado and honey and that's at avocado and honey thank you again annette for sharing your morning with me and having this conversation i'm so appreciative and i learned so much that i'm gonna go take care of my locks i need to do that apple cider vinegar wash soon though actually. yeah do it on your scalp i just want to say thank you for coming out here thank you for representing beautifully for our community and keep up the good work 
work and just keep growing and being successful. And Will I do. can't wait till you're interviewing me on a different level. Yo, platform. and it's like, remember when we were you on, know? on your old shop? Because it's going to like yes. transform after like after this. Like you know, I, I see it. I always tell, I try to tell my clients and remind them that this is black dollars on 6th Avenue. 99.9% mm -hmm. of my clientele is black. And I am this successful. And I haven't even reached the pinnacles of where I'm at. Right. So if I, if I can make my community do this for me, imagine what we can do for each other. Right. This is black dollars talking yes. to you right now. Not anything else. So thank you guys for all the support. I will continue to kill it. I might not be perfect, but I will continue to just keep trying to strive. And to we can't ask you to be perfect. Yeah. No one's perfect, y'all. Yeah. Just keep being you. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Thank you so <laughs> much. Gratitude. Thank you. You're welcome.